The fear of being rejected by a client, boss, or coworker has a strong hold over many of us, so much so that we can be afraid to openly share our thoughts out of fear that others might disapprove. This is the third of a five-part series I'm doing on overcoming fears. In this episode, I will show you how to overcome the fear of putting yourself out there and having someone else dismiss your input. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey, everyone, this is Riv, and today I want to talk about the fear of being rejected. This is part three of a five-part series I'm doing on overcoming fear. Fear is a huge topic. You can see firsthand how significant fear can be based upon the recent coronavirus outbreak. Fear has a way of paralyzing us. Fear has a way of creating anxiety. Fear has a way of holding us back. As a society, right now, many of us are very apprehensive, right? Uh, Everyone is responding to this pandemic in different ways. And we, as a society, need to really respect those differences, right? I get really tired when I pop on social media and people are really throwing down on strong opinions one way or the other. And regardless of where you you, uh, fall in that category, I just urge you to just respect uh, everybody else's feelings. This is a time where we need to kind of come together and be more respectful. Um, for me, this situation highlights everything I've been talking about lately as it relates to fear. And my intention today is not to give you yet another update on coronavirus or or talk about the you know what we should be doing. There's enough of that out there, and I trust you will find it on your you know stuff you can watch or or, or listen to. Um, instead, I want to build upon. I, my last previous episodes and, and continue to unpack the, the underlying reasons of why we're afraid, right? I want to continue to unpack fear. And as I mentioned, this is part three of, of a five-part series I'm doing. The first two episodes were about the fear of not being good enough and the fear of making a mistake. See, fear is big, like I mentioned, right? Today, I specifically want to discuss the fear of putting ourselves out there right? Having the courage to finally put ourselves out there and having someone else dismiss our input or worse yet, flat out reject it. See, I was talking to someone recently who had a great idea and with excitement, you know, I mean, you guys know me, you know, I can get excited easily, right? I I jumped on it only to find that their enthusiasm didn't match my own. And since my job is to pick up on vibes like this, I abruptly interrupted our conversation and I asked a question and I said, hey, what's your monkey mind saying right now? And those of you who follow my work know that I I often refer to the monkey mind as that little voice in our head who has a tendency of holding us back, right? So I said said to the person, I said, what's going on inside right now? And their response to me went along somewhere along the lines like, hey, my monkey mind's telling me that I'm an introvert. 
hey, Rev, I'm just an introvert. And if I bring up this idea, while you may think it is decent, I'm afraid others are going to reject it. And I, by the way, Riv, I really don't like this chatter that's going on in my head. So I said, okay, first, let's reground ourselves in the truth. See, reassurance can be found within you, not from others. The fear of being rejected by a client, by a boss, by a coworker, does have a very strong hold on many people. So much so that we can become afraid to openly share our thoughts and ideas simply out of fear that others might disapprove of them. Our aversion to these unpleasant like experiences prompts behavior that really doesn't serve us well. Let me give you a couple examples. When, when we're worried about being rejected by other people, we hold back and we don't contribute as we might if we didn't have fear. We lack the courage to speak up and raise a different point of view, potentially diminishing results. We identify with someone else's comments, criticism, or praise, relinquishing our own self-determination, our own power, our own, our own ability to think. Like We just figure it's easier to align with them as opposed to standing on our own two feet and altering a different point of view, which then leads us to withdraw from situations before we even have a chance of being disregarded or our opinions dismissed. See, this suffering becomes really, really intensified when you begin to think that there's something wrong with you for even feeling this way in the first place. So just the possibility of being rejected influences our behavior even before we actually decide to act or not act. See, many wrongly believe that their boss or a client is going to reject or going to reject a, an idea or a proposal before they even present it. So they start feeling defensive. They start saying, okay, I know what this person is going to do. So they start feeling dis- defensive. They start getting discouraged. They start getting irritated. And, and they start to work themselves up into like a little frenzy. And this illusionary thinking has absolutely no basis in reality. Before long, it's going to like, it's like, it's like a, a, a talk track. It begins to play in their head and it begins to spiral out of control. And then what happens as a result of that is that you get more and more angry, right? Uh, and, and you start to kind of like really get upset about what you think may happen, even though what may happen didn't happen yet. It's all in our mind. So here's what happens when we find ourselves caught in this quicksand, when we find ourselves like falling, spiraling deeper into this talk track that we kind of visualize what's going to happen, right? What ends up happening with this is that we that when we eventually do get up enough courage to actually speak out, when we do get up enough courage to actually present our thoughts, we're really not operating as our best self because we just spent the last hour or so like talking us through what the worst possible scenario could happen. And if, because we're not at our best, we're probably not going to articulate ourselves the way we ultimately want to articulate ourselves. And we then do increase the odds of our opinion being dismissed. And if just so happens our opinion gets dismissed or gets rejected in some slightly little way, we can immediately go right to this talk track of, see, 
I told you so. I just knew it. I just knew it. You know how many people called me back up and said, I just knew they were going to say that. I just, I, I, I told you, Riv. And so here's my advice to you. When you find yourself in those types of situation, change the channel. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? Change the channel in your mind. See, first recognize that you're human. That's the first thing you had to do. Hey, look, I'm human. It's okay if you have these thoughts. There's nothing wrong with you for having them, right? You're a human, right? However, also recognize that you have a remote control in your hand. And if you don't like the channel you're watching, just like on TV, change it. You have that power. See, the thought of being rejection, rejected is an illusion, right? It's a, it's a talk track that we play. It exists in an untamed mind. Our mind likes to make up all sorts of nonsense, right? That's the monkey mind. That's, that's why I call it the monkey mind, right? When you let that monkey run loose, guess what? It's going to invent all kinds of wild stories about evil people who have done you wrong. It can get out of control if you let it. At least I know for me, like when I let my monkey run my mind run loose, I mean, it gets way out of control. And this just simply, if you just put it in context, when this happens, it's just life's way, the universe's way of reminding us, hey, that we're human, right? So what do we do as a result of all this? As a leader, right, we have to cultivate inner resilience. We have to learn how to acknowledge these experiences and then consciously go to work and practice not judging them as good or bad. So I want to give you a couple suggestions to get you started. Start looking for signs of what is working rather than just signs of what is not. I mean, just try to practice uh, finding yourself, like identifying, like catch people doing something right. Identify what is working, right? What does someone else respond to that maybe was positive? Don't focus on what you don't want to feel. What I mean by that is like, don't focus on being upset. Don't focus on being discouraged. Don't focus on being afraid. Instead, Focus on who you want to be, positive, happy, and bold. You have the power to control that. Regardless of the circumstance, you can show up. And by the way, this time more than ever, right, we need you to show up, right? We need leaders to step forward. We need leaders to be positive. Whether people believe you or not, they follow you or not, you have to keep coming, right? You have to stay positive. You have to stay bold, right? You have to stay compassionate. You have to stay strong right? And then ask, another suggestion I want to give you is always consciously ask yourself, what can I do better? So let's just say that someone does reject an idea. Like let's just say a client or or a a boss rejects something you propose, right? Instead of sulking, I want you to stand up straight and ask, like just, hey, okay, do you have any other suggestions of what I could do to make this work for you? What changes can I make? If not for you, then maybe for the next person I approach with this, right? I throw ideas out all day long. I got to tell you, they don't all stick, right? But what you got to do is you got to work with them and you got to say, okay, what can I do to make them better? What, how are you interpreting? Give me some feedback. So maybe in my mind, I'm thinking one thing, you're thinking something else. Maybe I can sharpen my articulation that the next time I present this idea, whether it's to you or somebody else, it could have a little more stickiness. So I want you to trust yourself, right? See, when when we fall into the habit of constantly seeking 
reassurance from people, from other people, it becomes emotionally exhausting. The being assured of how we feel needs to start with an intimacy that can only be found within you, not from others. This is the this is definitely a gradual process, or right? it's going to happen over time. It's not like a light switch that you can just flip a light switch and be like, okay, it's all good. No, it it's one that's going to require you to become comfortable being uncomfortable, to start to see uncomfortable situations, not as something we should be afraid of, but instead start to view uncomfortable situations as to illuminate the fact that, hey, there's some learning going on here. The fact that I'm uncomfortable with the fact that I have a little bit of anxiety is actually a good thing. And I talk to people who speak, right, publicly speak. I mean, anybody who publicly speaks for a living, right, you know, whether you give formal presentations, you have to admit, I mean, like, like I, 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 I speak for a living. Every single time I get up to address a, a, a team or I get up to address a crowd, you know, guess what? There's a little bit uncomfortable, but that's a positive anxiety, right, that kind of sharpens my game a little bit. So I want you to remind yourself that you're not a perfect fit for everyone. If someone happens to reject a recommendation, it doesn't mean that your idea or your product or your service isn't good. And it certainly doesn't mean that you aren't good enough either, right? It just means that they don't need what you are offering at this time. The no that you're getting will turn into a yes when the timing is right, right? When the timing is, I always say to people, timing and positioning. That's the key. Your job right now is simply to discover that the power within you is greater than any fear before you. All right, I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And I want you to always remember, you have a choice. Don't worry about where you are, what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. You have an opportunity right here, starting now, starting today, to constantly start trusting yourself. Practice building that inner resilience muscle that I was talking about earlier. It takes courage to bring awareness to what makes you afraid. As you become more aware of what you're experiencing inside, you you become less intimidated by rejection and more empowered to become the leader you desire to be. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.